Father, we thank you tonight. Thank you for your strength availed to us even as we seek your face. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, please have your seats. God bless you. Let's quickly go back to Isaiah 42. Isaiah 42, which is the scripture we looked at earlier in the morning. The verse 18 says, Hear ye deaf, and look ye blind, that ye may see. Who is blind but my servant, or deaf as my messenger that I sent? Who is blind as he that is perfect, and blind as the Lord's servant, seeing many things, but thou observest not? Hmm. We are seeing many things, but we do not observe. And it's difficult to point something to the blind and say, see. <laughs> so, if you point the person, say, see, he's blind, he will turn in the direction, but he, he will not observe. Are you listening? Seeing many things, but thou observest not. Opening the ears, but he heareth not. So, hi, then the ears will pop up. You talk, 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 but they hear nothing. Amen? And you can always know in a dog, when they are listening to you, their ears go up this way. Both ears will just shoot up. Then you know, ah, he's alert. But the human ear doesn't have the capacity this is to go this way. Then you say, ah, the ears have come together. They are about to hear. But then they are like, huh? what's he saying? But they don't hear anything. Amen? I can teach for another two hours. Yes. And they will not hear anything. Mercy. <clears throat> the Lord is well pleased for his righteousness sake. He will magnify the law and make it honorable. But this is a people robbed and spoiled. They are of them snared in holes and they are hid in prison houses. They are for a prey and none delivereth for a spoil and none saith restore. Who among you will give ear to this? Who will hearken and hear for the time to come? Who gave Jacob for a spoil and Israel to the robbers? Did not the Lord, he against whom we have sinned? For they will not walk in his ways, neither were they obedient unto his law. Therefore he had poured upon him the fury of his anger and the strength of battle, and it had set him on fire round about. Yet he knew not, and he burned him, yet he laid it not to heart. Amen. That was a quick recap of Isaiah 42. Now go with me to Matthew 13. Quickly, I want to show you something. 
and we get up to pray, all right? Are you enjoying the fast? I sent you lunch this afternoon. I, I hope you got the lunch. Mm. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Um, it's when you're fasting that you see the value of food. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. When it's everyday kawaii that you are eating, eating, this food is really nothing. And then until you start saying, I'm not eating. And then you see the real value of what you never like gave much attention to. It was just something you were doing regularly. I must eat in the morning. I must eat in the afternoon. I must eat in the evening. Suddenly, you don't have that liberty. And then you realize, hey, food, you are important too. Now, that lesson is the same when you mess up every opportunity until the day there is none. Do you understand? Until the day there is none. Or like you have money, money, you waste it on buying yogurt. Until the day there is no money to buy yogurt. Then you start saying, hey, yes. That, and it should teach you something. Yes. You know, there's a way they put something in our language from, from Antihoda, like, um, I don't know how to put it, like from from Antihoda, is like saying that like um, plenty, plenty or prosperity is not always there. Do you, do you understand? Like in the case of Joseph, when he told Pharaoh, there will be seven years of plenty and then seven years of famine. Yeah, so that plenty, plenty is not always there. Yeah, so you must be very wise. Even with opportunities, people think it's only money that they waste. Some people waste opportunities and they, after a while, you don't get a single one. Yes. It's like the well of opportunities dries. Amen. So how you feel when we are fasting about food, feel the same way about other things you are losing and may never come back to you. Amen. Good. So quickly, let me show you something in Matthew 13. I believe it's going to bless you. The same day, Jesus went, the same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside. So Jesus had a house. It's amazing. I've never seen it that way before. He went out of the house like he took a stroll. Yes, Jesus was from Mombasa. So he just left the house and he took a stroll and then here he was by the seaside. Wow. <laughs> Those of you don't come from the coast, you come from Machakos, you don't understand what we mean. Yes, you don't understand what we mean. Where you can just stroll and you find yourself by the beach. Yes. <laughs> you come from a dry atmosphere. Mercy. Uh-huh. So Jesus took a stroll and then bam, he's by the sea. 
All right, verse 2. And great multitudes were gathered unto him. So he went, so that he went into a ship and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. And he spake many things unto them in parables, <laughs> saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside. Like as I'm sowing the seeds right now, all right, some are going to fall by the wayside. You know? Yeah. And the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth and forthwith they sprang up because they had no deepness of earth. You know, stony, some of the seed I'm sowing tonight and in the 14 days will fall in stony places. (laughs) I saw um, one of the pictures of church from Sunday, and I saw my church member frowning. And the you know, camera captures moments. And I asked myself, why did this guy even come to church? I mean, if you come to church and look like you are offended, you might as well just stay home. I mean, let me give you an advice. Oh, go to only where you are happy. (laughs) Do you understand what I'm saying? Go to only... Listen, life is too hard already to come to a church for me to depress you further. (laughs) You must be here because when I'm even provoking you, you like it. (laughs) Is that not the reason some of you stay in foolish relationships? <laughs> I I love him and you are there. It should be the same. Come because even when my preaching is hot. Yes. You 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 like it. In fact, you you start telling yourself, Melanie, I like it when he's even more angry. Yes. Should be the reason you come to church. But to come and show me how mm, mm, I don't agree. Life is too short for me and you. You know, I almost sent a picture to Zion and said, tell, it, tell this person, these days you only come and frown. <laughs> now that's, uh, that's not the picture. And, and don't even put another picture. Manze, don't, don't give me wahala. I'm fasting and you are looking for battles for me. <laughs> because the next one you will get it right and then I'll have battles. Please, spare me battles. <laughs> yes, the battles are here. The, the, the person who's... No, the person somebody is here. Yes. So, that guy inside there trying to give me wahala. Look at me. <laughs> it's a parable. I'm speaking in parables. 
We are reading Matthew 13 and it's about parables. <laughs> because when you, 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 you just make your face like that, we see a stony ground. Yes, when I saw the stony place, I'm reminded, ah, I think today I saw a stony face. Did you understand? And when the face is like that, the heart also is already stony. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I, I don't know if it's um, a universal English. In West Africa, we say, why do you have a stone face? I don't know if they say it here. Like, it's like you have a stony face. <laughs> People are detectives now. <laughs> so, if the face is kangbe, it, it also shows the heart is also kangbe, just like that. Of course, there are people who smile, <laughs> but deep down, the heart is, 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 is ready to kill somebody. Yeah. Especially when I mention Madondo. <laughs> but inside the heart, they feel like, hey. <laughs> so life is too short. Charlie, come here because when I'm even provoking you, you understand why. Do you get it? Yeah, so that we don't, I mean, somebody looking at the picture will say, hey, this guy, somebody has annoyed him. Somebody has provoked him. Yeah. In any case, let me tell you something. When you are hurt about something, talk it out of your system. Yes. I can show you many people who left because they were hurt. Yes. Wounds. Wounds that will never heal. Yeah. If I use you as an example and he's hurting you, come and see me at the back of the tent and say, you know, apostle, you know? Yes, excuse me. I, I, I want to tell you something. Yeah, let's talk about it. Then when I come next, I say, you know, some people, I can't use them for examples. <laughs> I, I, I can't mention some people anymore. You know, and then you, you say, yeah, I've achieved my purpose. Yeah. Be happy in the church because you are happy that this is your church. You got a point now. Yeah. Otherwise, no one is forcing you. And this year we have chosen not to force anybody. Yes. Make your choices. So when I saw Tony places I remember stony face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Verse 6. <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody. <laughs> and that somebody, somebody is always smiling. And keeps the heart. You can't see. Anyway, let me, why am I looking for trouble today? <laughs> That's a trap. <laughs> And when the sun was up, these, the stony place, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. You know, one day, 
God will show you that there was never one day in my life, in my relationship and relations with all of you, that I ever had malice. <laughs> but said, if you are there, fire whoever is there. <laughs> He will show you. I believe sincerely he will show you. Everything I say to you, everything I do with you, has never and will never come from a personal space. Yes. I'm not perfect, but I can promise you that. Yes. I can promise you that there will never be a time where in my mind, I've thought of how to deceive you. Or to do something from a place of malice. Yes. He will show you. And I think that day some of you will have eternal regrets. Where you wish, I, I wish I saw the love behind the rebuke. Yes. I wish I saw the love behind the scoldings. I wish I saw the love behind the corrections. Yes. Right now. I'm leaving my gray beard because people think we are equals. Yes. You who came to the church when you were 12 years, you can sit down and think that you and I are equals and that I can say something and you choose whether to take it or not. So now you see my gray beard. You know that Nimuze too. <laughs> Anyway, let me go to my stony, stony face congregation member. And when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. If you have no root, you will wither. Do you understand? One sun will just rise. Yes, one sun. And it will scorch you. Verse 7. And some fell among thorns. And the thorns sprang up and choked them. But other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit. The proof that you are a good ground is fruit. Hmm. Not arguments. Not excuses. Fruit. If you are a good ground, fruit. <laughs> if you are a good ground, what? Fruit. If you are a good leader, we'll see it by looking at the fruit at your center. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> the proof that you are a good ground is fruit. That's why we are eating fruit. <laughs> <laughs> fruit nothing not argument not you know here here oh you know my center no fruit have you ever seen the farmer arguing with the soil in fact it's, it's beneath us as pastors to even argue with you we should just classify you 
stony ground, wayside, thorny place Christian, good soil. How did we classify the good soil? How did we come by? Fruits. That's it. You should look at your fruit. Right now, your center has three and a half members. Two you call multiply senior pastors. One on and off. And one 12 year old boy. Yes. We will know if you are good soil by fruits. It brought forth fruit. Some and hundredfold. This is the measure of biblical good soil. Hundredfold, sixtyfold, thirtyfold. So you can see that you are not among good soil. Yes. You don't have hundred members. And you don't have sixty members. And you don't have thirty members. Thirtyfold, sixtyfold, hundredfold. The, me- the, the, the measure the soil that is good produces is hundredfold, sixtyfold, thirtyfold. Some of you, you don't even have a category of whether you are, if, in fact, wayside, no, stony place, the thing grew, at least it grew. And then the sun came up and scorched it. Right? Thorny place. It grew. And then it was choked. Then wayside, there was no time. By the time the guy left the the door, Satan came and picked the seeds that were sown. Right? Good. Take me forward. Verse verse 8. Good. So we see the fold, right? Verse 9 now. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Remember, I'm on a tangent since morning about blindness, deafness. Do you get it? So let him who has ear to hear. Let him hear. Which means that, brothers and sisters, not everybody has the ear to hear. I know you have this. But walking around with this, whether small or big like mine, most of you have small, I think the size of your ears determines the quantity of things you can hear. Yeah. I, I don't know. But seems like my ears are big. So I can hear more. And your ears are small. So they can hear small. <laughs> but it's not true. Alright. This one is just a projection from your flesh. You know. But there is another ear. That is not this. Yes. There's another ear. It is as though it is... Um, Immaterial. You know. Like there's this ear. We see it. And then there's the ear we describe as ear. And is your reaction to sound. 
to words. It's not physical. The physical is this. Then, as I'm speaking now, how you are processing what you're hearing is your hearing. And that's also by another faculty, which is spiritual. Are you following me? If they tell you, oh, go and sit down. You, you know this faculty by what instruction it is. If they tell you, go and sit down. It's a physical instruction. Go and sit down. But then once the instruction changes, and then you have the ability to look into what you're being told and pick and hear what you're supposed to hear, the thing has moved from a physical thing to a spiritual thing. The ability to hear. The ability to hear. Amen. Verse 10. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. One of the things I want my pastors and my shepherds to know is this verse 11. Anybody to whom salvation is not given, if you like, chapa Satan for the person. Satan says, oh, I will release him to you for five years. I'll release her to you for two years. The person is not giving. They will in, they will go back to their owner. When you have this wisdom of scripture, some backslidings don't worry you. Some ten aways don't worry you. Because the listening ear is also a gift. So, I always know who is giving to me to hear me by their reaction to my ministry and my teaching. We have been on this journey for years. If you will hear, you will have heard Kitambo. Your ears must be the ear giving. Jesus is saying to you, the group that he was with, it was given to them to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. He said, but to these other people, it is not giving. It is not giving. That's why somebody can be a pastor. And if he's not giving to you, he will become some way. And somebody can become a shepherd. And if he's, he or she is not giving to you, eventually they will become. But you see, 
how do I know that? When Jesus was coming to live in John 17, he prayed a prayer. He said, all that you have given to me, connected to Matthew 13, I have kept all of them except one, the son of perdition. So the person is there and stop counting years. Those of you who are into counting of years, it's not about how long you have been here. It's about how eventually you end up So in, that's John 17, 12, right? Good. All that Jesus had, he said they were giving. They were giving. While I was with them, all that thou givest me, I have kept. The, the thing with this is, you can be so surrounded, and only a few have been given to you. Oh yeah, Gideon he had an army of 32,000. I, I have a mega church, 32,000. Gideon, we're going to conquer the world. 32,000 say, yeah, yeah. They raised their spear. God said, hey, Pastor Gideon, Kujapa, I want to show you the few that I have given to you. Yes. The few. <laughs> he kept them. How did he manage to keep them? He didn't have to manage. They were given to him. Do you understand? But there was one that was a son of perdition that is marked out for destruction. There are people that church only manage. To keep you from what you will do just for two years. I told you this year is going to be hot. I'm not here to pamper you. We only delayed your distraction by six years. We only delayed. Because eventually, Charlie, you will, you will have to do what... The son of perdition is a son of perdition. Jesus' teachings couldn't change Judas. This is the greatest pastor in the world. The greatest shepherd in the world. The greatest leader. And he couldn't do anything about the son of perdition. Is it me who is going to take you, son of perdition, daughter of perdition, and say, I can do what Jesus did not do. No. This is the same Jesus, and Agatha. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights before he, cho- he chose them. Oh, back to Matthew. They don't like the teaching much, so let me read it and. <laughs> I just want them to know that we're talking about blindness and deafness. Yeah, verse 12. For whosoever hath, and this is very important, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. Notice we're talking about hearing. 
Notice, we're talking about the context of this scripture is hearing. So, whoever has, what do they have? That you were told something before and you retained some of what you were told. It says, abundance will be added to what you have already heard. There are some people, they don't qualify for another conversation. Write it down. (laughs) As painful as that is, you are better off keeping quiet. Ah, lift your head so you are pretending you are writing hundred lines. I, I need to continue, but you are you, you know where it's going, so you you are writing plenty. How many minutes to write one line? <laughs> uh, I said there are some people they do not deserve another conversation. Sometimes when I see my pastors talking to people I have stopped talking to, I I feel sorry for them. I'm going to repeat what I'm saying. When I see my pastors now busy talking to Mandela, you know Mandela, I stopped talking to Mandela two years ago. Young pastor, how long have you been in the ministry? All my pastors, they, they can't say they have been in the ministry more than three years. Two years you've been in the ministry. Something that I have poured my years into. And the person said, I won't hear you. My pastor is saying, you, Mandela, you don't say, you, you know, I, I, I just start, inside me, I just start whistling. <laughs> You're talking, eh? You're talking, eh? Okay. You want to talk, eh? Okay. You know me, I've been talking for 10 years. C- can you imagine the amount of talking for 10 years? The simple scripture, our lives are governed by scripture. Brothers and sisters, whether we, like, we're conscious of it or not, it is. Our ministries will be regulated by what is written in scripture. You don't know human beings more than God does. So he says that whosoever had, to him shall be given. And I'm showing you that it's not about money per se. But you were spoken, something was spoken to you and you got a bit of it. Then Jesus is saying, you qualify for more. I spoke to you and I saw you doing what I spoke to you about. Then you qualify for more. The reason we haven't received more is because we have not retained what we have been told. 
to him that hath shall be given and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not from him shall be taken away even that he hath. So it even goes, it, it gets worse. It's not that you don't deserve another conversation. You are going to write another thing. Is that we should even take the former conversation back. We should come to some of you and apologize to you. You know, last year I told you about, do the work. Do, please, I, I've taken it back. <laughs> you know, last year I told you about how to be a flowing sister and to do, please, I, I'm sorry I spoke to you. Please, I've, I've, take, I've, I've, I've taken it back. I'm saying that it gets worse. Not that you don't deserve another conversation. Even the one we have, we have to come and collect it. So that one day you don't go, oh, I remember he told me. You don't remember it. We should take it back such that you don't remember it. Enough to say that he spoke to me and he told me this. If he spoke to you, she spoke to you, she told you this. What did you do with it? So it gets worse. That we should even take from you what you got. And what preaching is this? <laughs> it's in the Bible. It's not me. It's in the Bible. I know you've read this scripture before and I'm not giving it a new interpretation. I'm giving it the realest interpretation or the revelation of the scripture. Even what he has shall be taken away. How do you know the person has? Even what he had. But whatsoever he had, alright, is because the person can tell. You know, apostle was preaching and he said that, you know, in that message he said that, that but then we see you not doing what was said. So, oh, you have it, eh? You are keeping it, eh? Charlie, Give it back to us. That's what this scripture means. You know, you can be sure that anytime I call for a long meeting, over that meeting, you'll be hearing revelations. Yes. And you see a scripture in a way you've never seen it before. You know, last year, Apostle, when you were preaching, you said that the way to win souls, when you're going to win souls, so you know. But it's not reflecting in what you're doing. Oh, so you have. Oh, please, give it back to me. So, even that which he has shall be taken away from him. Are, are you understanding? You see, it leads to more difficult waters. Verse 13. Therefore, speak I unto them in parables. So, Jesus reckoned that all his messages was not working on the Pharisees. So he said, I will... You see, he didn't start teaching in parables from the beginning of his ministry. Then at a point, suddenly, the thing is in parables. You know, the kingdom of heaven is like a man that went to a far country. Ah, another message. You know, the kingdom of heaven is like a fisherman who went out with his net and the net dragging all kinds of fish. Oh. The kingdom of heaven. He did, that's not the style. What Jesus is style when he started the ministry. Then at a point, the messages became parables. 
Because at some, he realized, oh, they are not hearing. So now he says it plainly to the disciples. I speak to them in parables. And I've also learned to speak to people in parables. And sometimes I also teach in parables. It takes a certain ear to know that. (laughs) Yeah. Because. Why am I teaching them in parables? Because they see. See not. And hearing. They hear not. Neither do they understand. These two things are necessary for understanding to see what you're supposed to see and to hear what you're supposed to hear. It's what culminates into understanding. Otherwise, I am, so you don't get offended, I am no different from the donkey in Limuru. The foremost characteristics of a donkey, a mule, is the lack of understanding. But you should see the size of the ears. (laughs) Why an animal with so big an ear lacks understanding is a mystery. Seeing, they see not. Hearing, they hear not. So, they do not understand. Hmm. Why am I teaching them in parables? Seeing, they see not. Hearing, they hear not. We have had to teach you to smile. Seeing, you see not. Hearing, you hear not. I've had to correct people how to talk. See, they see not. Hearing, they hear not. And you see, it can be like that for many years. You never see what you're being shown and you never hear. And a lot of times when people have entered that state, is it a fired person? (laughs) Is it that ear? Do you see that the size of or the length? I don't know whether to say size or length of the ear. And yet this is a mule that never will understand anything. So you even wonder what is the size of the ear for or the length of the ear? What is he supposed to do? Why is something attached to the side of your head that you can hear and not hear? Because the ability to hear is also giving. Some of you, I don't blame you. Yeah. 
that I blame you. Oh, no, 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 no. Ah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a Sunday school pastor. Come on now. I, I blame you for the way you are. No. In fact, I feel sorry for you because you, I feel sorry that you have not been given the ability to hear. Blame you. Ah, that's not fair now. Something that you didn't have anything to do with. Ah, no. You didn't choose to be like this now. It was, it's not given to you. You will know it's given to you when you make sense of what is relayed to you. You will know. So, as I'm teaching you, he said, I want the word of God to instruct you, not me. Ah, I'm not hearing. Oh, oh so I've not been given. Uh-huh. So now go to where you will hear. Because there is a place you have been given hearing. It may not be here. And I'm not talking of another church. You may need to be a, a chain smoker. And amongst your fellow smokers, you will hear them better. Ah, drunkards communicate with one another and they understand each other. So it may be that you are where you are not supposed to be. It may be that your hearing is not from there. Being somebody's seventh wife, you will hear now. When you are now a full-blown criminal, you will hear other criminals talking. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you could steal the phone like that. Show me again. No, you just pass and then you, the phone is your Wow. You see that your, your door of revelation has opened because a fellow thief, I don't know if you're understanding the teaching. Yeah. When he's teaching you the new level of pickpocketing, you see that your understanding open. I've been teaching you for seven years. Nothing has opened. This guy has taught you something. You caught it. Wow. Let me go and try it. You get on the street. Within a second, you have come with a new phone. You see, you are where your eyes will see and your ears will hear. As for this place, wrong place. That's why after a few years, some of you will go. Yes. After a few years, some of you will disappear. Some of you will look for a church about 400 meters away from your original church. When you are there, you will hear. And you will not hear because the past... You're not going to be hearing because the pastor is speaking Kikuyu or Kamba or... Kalenjin is because Charlie, the language you understand, do you understand? Is a, a demon talking pastor. Like he's always talking about demons and talk. That's the that's you see, you have been given hearing for that particular thing. But this hearing about prayer, about doing is not is not given to you. Who tells the fish it is in water? When it enters the water, it finds expression. And I'm teaching in parables. 
it finds expression. Oh yeah. You, you can hold a fish, you can hold a fish for a while. It, you know, out of the water, right? Then it will be flapping, it will be flapping. Then you hold it, hold it, hold it. And then the moment you dip it into, ah, it's just swimming. Mm. The tiger, lion, I think, they can hunt some time in the water. When need be. I saw a video of. I, I don't know if it's a tiger or something. Or leopard. I think a tiger. That went into a water body. And brought out a crocodile. And took it out. You see. It doesn't find expression in water. It went in there because it was necessary. Do, do you understand? But the crocodile finds expressions in the water. Even if it comes out a little while for the sun. Do you get it? Yes. A lot of you don't know that snakes can be underwater for a long time. Yes. Even snakes, they can be underwater. Then once in a while they come up for air. And then they go down. They can stay underwater for a very long time. So you need to find where you have more expression. You know that the language, oh, bring me two more bottles. You see, that's what brings your revelation. All these other things are like chefua. Chefua what? Chefua meza. Yes. And that's the heavenly language. You find them. Wow. Some of you, I'm even feeling sorry for you that you may now try to do um, at 55 years Something you are supposed to have started and become a champion in Kitambo. You, I mean, you, you're going to be a prostitute at 55. Why did you start Kitambo? So even now, I'm, 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 I'm praying for you that you succeed. Do you understand? Yes. You're going to be at 55 anyway. I'm saying some things to you that as some way as it sounds, you still need an ear to understand. You see, you surely be here because you know that from here to the very end, nothing will change in your life. If it's going to change, I'm telling tell you that change it now so that at least you can also say I was successful as a porn star. Because when you now come into it later, you're still not going to be successful. So you should follow. And that calls for one thing. In the afternoon, I was reading, counting the cost. You're going to marry a jebu. This one you are here five years saying, holy, 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 oh, I'm be, and then 
you will end up marrying. Marry one now. So we send you congratulations. Unless you know that I will wait for God and he will give me the desires of my heart. But if not, I'm just saying start early because everything takes time. (laughs) Unless you have counted the cost. You are going to marry a stripper. Tiro. Anyway. You admire strippers. Anyway, you will marry one. Anyway. So why, why, why are you wasting my time and I'm wasting your time? Discover one now. Bring her or show us the photo. Because some of you are hiding things. So show us the photo of her in the red, red, uh, whatever it is, red thong or whatever. And then we tell you, Charlie, you've chose a good stripper. Unless you know that I will marry, I will fight and marry a virtuous woman. Otherwise, Charlie, get the stripper now. You are going to be a con man. The rate at which you're you're going to be a con man. Start now. So you gain some experience. This one that you have devoted four years to be holy and then go back to the it's not going to help you. Charlie, start now. So that you see your enterprise growing, doing well. If you frown, I'm going to teach it. Because if I don't teach these things, some of you seeing people midstream changing course, it will demoralize some of you. It will confuse some of you because they were here with you. You knew them. They, you even saw some as the superstars. You, you didn't know you were called. You, you, you could point to them and say, this one, she's called. He's called. He, she's called. And those who are called, as you thought, are now the ones that... So if you're not careful, Satan will use such people and demoralize even those who are called genuinely in the church. So I'm teaching you so you know that people, you see, nyoka ni nyoka. Even if you keep nyoka as a pet, it is nyoka. There are, there is a way they, the venom snakes, Right? They hold a gland this way and press it and release the venom. It's, it's very expensive, by the way. Yeah, it's sold. You can go into snake farming. It's an idea. <laughs> Especially if you come from Machacos. There should be a lot of snakes in Machacos. Senior, there should be. Yeah. As for this other size that's called once in a while. 
that climate does well with snakes. Yeah, so you can go into snake farming. Hmm? In fact, start now. Yeah, I'm telling you anything you're going to be. <laughs> Just start now. <laughs> so there's a way they, they remove the venom. Right? So when the venom is truly, truly and completely removed, when they, there's a gland they hold, they press down the, the fangs, the fangs, and then the snake releases the venom. So once the venom is completely released, if that snake bites you, there's really no venom. Yes, like that. There's really no more venom. But give it a little time. The venom comes back. <laughs> that you remove the venom into this glass. Now, there is oh, you. It beats you after that. Oh, there was no venom, right? Maybe two weeks. I don't know how long it takes to come back. Maybe two weeks after, let it bite you. You see that there's now venom. So, nyoka ni nyoka. Jeremiah asked a question. He said, can the leopard change its spots? Can the Ethiopian change his skin? That's why bleaching is foolishness. Jeremiah asked the question. He said, can the leopard change its spots? No. The spots of the leopard is you. It can't change it. Neither can the Ethiopian change his skin. I'm black. I can never be white. You see, what Michael Jackson did was an attempt of an Ethiopian to change his skin. And people say, "Oh, he had veti, veti, is vetiligo or something." I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg. Which vertigo? Which vertigo? Vertigo where? If you see all of Michael Jackson's um, young teenage pictures, which part of his skin did you ever see was white? Then suddenly he's there, you're changing, you're changing. Okay, the vertigo also changed your nose. They gave you a nose like mine, like this. Then suddenly it becomes... Is because he wasn't proud to be black. That's the truth. So the Ethiopian can they? I'm asking you a question. Can the Ethiopian change his skin? Or the leopard his spot? <laughs> it shock you. <laughs> Looks like something that Tiro will do. <laughs> you see white tiro <laughs> in fact there's a better one compared this this the process had begun here on the left <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you want to see white Tiro? White Tiro. (laughs) 
Are you here? Can the Ethiopian change his skin? The scripture I'm giving you is, is still in line with what I'm teaching. Yes, before and after. See the difference. There's no trace of vitiligo anywhere. No trace. <laughs> Whether you like it or I'll teach this scripture. <laughs> Give me the NLT version of this scripture. <laughs> hey. I want to show you some of you your difficulty. Hmm? Can the, an Ethiopian change the color of his skin? I want to show you why that is difficult for you to leave Madondo and fast. The question is, can an Ethiopian change his skin? Can a leopard take away its spots? Then he says, look at it. Neither can you start doing good for you have always done evil. <laughs> so next time you see a leopard in the church trying to change its spots. If you're a pastor who is understanding what I'm saying, you will know that it is an attempt to change a spot that the leopard cannot change. I think now the teaching is making sense. That's why you went for a criminal who stood here and said, I want Nimeokoka, Nataka Nimeokoka. Whatever that means. I want to be saved. And stood here and deceived you and you took him to somebody's house and he ransacked the whole house. You, I'm, I'm teaching so you see a leopard. When you see a leopard, somebody just making an attempt to change the spots. Otherwise, why have you not arrived where we are going up to now? Is it 2023? You are going to start doing good. I think the teaching makes sense to you, but you are trying to make, you know, to block the message. You have been accustomed to being rude. Is it 2023 that you are going to be good, good, good girl, good girl, good I don't want to get into trouble. Is it 2023? You're going to start telling the truth in 2023. It is seven, 16 days. How many lies have you not already told? Yes. Let's look at message. 
Can an African change his skin? Can a leopard get rid of its spots? So what are the odds on you doing good? You who are so long practiced in evil. You started doing center in 1992. Yes, before electricity came to Africa, you started doing your center. Is it 2023? You think suddenly you wow us with the promise that, oh, this year I'm going to my center. This Charlie, let's be serious. Be serious with yourself. Let me. What are the odds? You stand here, you hold microphone. You see, when they ask you to hold microphone and back prayers, only accept it because 20, 20, 30 years from now, we'll still see you back in the prayers. Not you back prayers, stand in front of a whole people, and everyone is, oh, yeah. Or put those knows how to pray. And then the person who knows how to pray, the next two, three years has become some way. One young man sent me, he's left church and sent me a voice note explaining to me why he left the church. Here's a voice note. A very long voice note. Which, by the way, I took my time to listen to. And for the life of me, I kept asking myself, is it the same young man who was holding microphone here and shouting? You see, let's not lie to ourselves. I'm an African. I, I can never start looking like Biden. It's the teaching making sense. Like suddenly I come in and I those who have tried to look like what they are not supposed to look like, they look like a caricature. When you see their hand, the back of their hand, they look like fried plantain. You see, you people you don't eat, look for West Africa fried, fried no, not, not fried plantain, roasted plantain. They look like roast, put roasted plantain that we are fasting. Put roasted plantain on the screen. You see, you are, you see, it's an attempt to look at like something you were never made to become. You, you see the back of their hand and their knuckles and they look like roasted plantain. That you are delaying with my roasted plantain will get you fired. <laughs> what I'm coming to show you, if you eat it with granite, you'll be in heaven. <laughs> Yes, roasted plantain with granite, peanut. Oh, you'll just be drinking water for the rest of the day. Yes. So when you look at the back of their hand, <laughs> eh? Do you understand? You start. They start looking like roasted plantain. That's an African trying to change his 
skin. Hmm. That's why I keep, I, I said to you, December entering into this year, we do not have truly saved people in the church. If you put the whole church together, assuming we are 50 people, assuming, eh, the truly saved people are 15. Truly saved. I love Jesus. I will die for Jesus. You see, I have to include this one. I'll die for Jesus. Because if you're not truly saved, you can't die for Jesus. 15. So now do the maths when we are plenty. And you want to take the few that are truly saved. Can the African change his skin? Go back to my scripture. They've seen now for us to plant. So what are the odds that this is the year that you suddenly become good? What are the odds? What are the odds that this is the first thing you will do? You who is used to eating madondo. <laughs> but this one is even better. <laughs> they are collect, correct ones that look like the roasted plantain. <laughs> you, you find them a lot in Mombasa. If you like get offended, I've said it. <laughs> <laughs> they have a name for them. Mkorogo. <laughs> Mkorogo. <laughs> that's an African trying to change his skin. Yes. And that's how God sees us sometimes. He says, Look at this one, trying to change the skin. You should see a snake when it is shedding the the, the skin effortlessly. Yeah? It can change the skin. It's in its DNA to change the skin. Yes. That's why some of you, as you sit here now, you are angry that you became a Christian. <laughs> are we together? <laughs> Let me use that for the first time. Are we together? Yeah. Especially when we are fasting, is when you get more angry. <laughs> there are spots of blackness you cannot remove. <laughs> so you are not looking for. The right one, you should, you should key in Congolese that has bleach. <laughs> hey. Where was I? Matthew. Take, take me back to Matthew. <laughs> take me back to Matthew. This one, Ibra is gingered up. <laughs> Uh-huh. Verse 12. Hmm. Verse 12. 
For whosoever hath, to him shall be yod given. I've explained that verse 13. Therefore speak I to them in parables. Because seeing they see not. Hearing they hear not. Neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Ezias. Ezias. It, it, the perfect picture. <laughs> I don't want to be in trouble. <laughs> and in them, is it? As you live your life in this church, following Jesus, eh, something is being fulfilled in your life. Whether you like it or not, there is a prophecy being fulfilled. It may either be a good one or a bad one, but there is a prophecy. Jesus looked at the people and said, is it? I'm not surprised because this is a prophecy being fulfilled in you. Which prophecy? By Isaiah, that is Isaiah, say it. Which say it? By hearing, ye shall hear and shall not understand. And seeing, ye shall see and shall not perceive. It's like telling them that this is my prophecy. You will see, oh, but you won't see. You will hear, oh, but you won't hear. And Jesus said, I see that prophecy being fulfilled in you. Sometimes you need to ask your pastor, Pastor, which prophecy is being fulfilled in my life? I know you want to hear that. The prophecy of a husband is being fulfilled. But there are other prophecies. The prophecy of money is being fulfilled. But there are other prophecies being fulfilled in a very subliminal way. You, it, it's being fulfilled. They'll see you, but don't see. They'll hear you, but don't hear. Yes. Have you finished? For these people's heart is waxed, gross. And their ears are dull of hearing. And their eyes they have closed. Least at any time they should see with their ears, their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. Hi. There is a reason. They are the way they are. Jesus is saying, don't get offended. Get offended with Jesus. He says, their heart, give me the NLT, is washed gross. They are hardened. You see, wax, wax is melted and hardened. So, and you see that when it's melt, when it before it's melted, it's quite soft. Then when it's melted and hardened, it's harder. Wax. Huh? So for a while, they look like ah. Then after the fire burn, that's why after you become a shepherd for three years and you fall and you backslide, 
you are more hardened. That's why on this journey is my listen, is my is my faithful prayer that I won't backslide as a pastor to try to recover. I read the story of a wonderful man of God raised from this country, one of the youngest, and he was flying. Comes from Opudo's region. (laughs) Flying one. If if you're looking for like first five Kenyans raised pastors, there are few from Kenya who are out there in the world doing anything. Do you understand? They are all um, coastal players. I don't know. For some reason, Kenyan pastors like playing coast, like home league, Legindogo. Uh, 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 local players, right? Yeah. But then once in a while, like Gilbert Dea was one race and played international. Yeah, you see more of West Africans everywhere. Yeah, we even go as far as Ukraine. <laughs> we go where you don't, you can't dream of going. Yes. There are pastors from Africa in China at the peril of their death. Yes. They're West Africans, I mean. Yeah. You we know. You like Kayole. <laughs> Kayole Ministries. Yes. You know? One of the few few raised, young, flashy. You know. And I could tell that man. Yeah, this is a gift. Yes. You know, just like I've come here, he also went to another country. Yeah. In the midst of success, everything is turned upside down. And a lot of things happen. As I speak, he's lost his ministry. The last time I read a post from him, he was saying that he does not, he doesn't think he would return to the ministry. But he was a young man. He's a young man. He was flying. I'm talking about somebody who could stand on a stage that had thousands of people. The first time I heard of him, I, I didn't even know he was a Kenyan. Yeah. I thought he was actually a South African. Yeah. And then I discovered later that, yeah, divorced, ministry gone, whatever, and he's contemplating. I don't even think, yeah, if you're not careful, what ministry will do to you, you'll be like, oh. Yeah. Are you listening to me? They have hardened. The hearts of these people are hardened. And their ears cannot hear. And they have closed their eyes. So their eyes cannot see. So sometimes the closing of the eyes is deliberate. (laughs) 
And the shutting of the ears is deliberate. And their ears cannot hear. And their hearts cannot understand. And they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. Jesus is saying, I want to heal them. I want to heal them. But this is what they have done. Their hearts are hardened. They have shut their eyes. They have shut their ears. And they will not understand least. I heal them. They don't want to be healed. Yes. Some of you don't want to be healed. Some people enjoy their sickness. They like it. They love it. They enjoy their sickness. They don't want to be healed. Like somebody who was healed. He, he was a cripple. And he used to be on the street and a preacher who wanted to demonstrate his faith you know saw the cripple and wanted to practice Acts chapter 3 the man at the beautiful gate so he commanded the cripple rise up he was a beggar and true to God's word the cripple rose up power entered his legs he rose up and then after he was happy for a few minutes then after a few minutes he held the evangelist by the shed. He said, no, no, no. Return me back to (laughs) return me back to my crippled condition. Do you know what he said? It had dawned on him that he cannot now ask for money. Yes. So he now said, no, no, no. I don't want the healing. Yeah, please take it back. I want to go, go return. He was fighting with the preacher to return him to his Crippled state. <laughs> some of you, your story is like this cripple. You, you think I'm lying? And some of you, I was uh, is telling another story. All my stories are true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If I talk to you about fox and bingo. <laughs> they are not true stories. <laughs> yes. One young man came here. He was crippled. He was healed. And he went back. <laughs> and he surrounded the healing. Because when he had the crutches, is when people like pitied him. And he got a lot of money and attention. He said, yeah, no, 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 no. Hey, if... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Verse 16. But blessed are your eyes because they see. If your eyes are seen, eh, blessed are they. You see, you can't even say amen. <laughs> and your ears because they hear. If your ears are hearing, blessed are your ears. And they can't say amen. They are not sure. I tell you the truth. Many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see. But they didn't see it. There is a people in this city who are looking for a church like ours. They have not found it yet. You have found it, but you are toying with it. No wahala. That's what it means. They are righteous people. 
They wanted to see what you see and they longed to hear what you hear, but they didn't hear it. There are people who want to hear this teaching. Somebody is hearing the teaching here, but he's saying, Oh, the pastor is so much. The pastor is too much. The pastor is too much. The pastor is just too much. The next time you open your mouth and you say, I'm too much, an angel will slap you and you'll be correctly deaf now. <laughs> If you're in the days of Jesus, that's how you'll be walking around. This guy is too much. (laughs) 18. Now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds. So now, he's coming to talk to them about it. Do you understand? Not in parables. Plainly. Why? Because to them, they have been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. So he doesn't have to speak in parables. So what I want to say to you before we pray is that whenever the language changes to now dark sayings, you have not been given ear. But if it's plain, you are not going. Sit down. Well, you know, sometimes before you take these steps, you have to pray about the steps. You see that you have not been given yet. So whoever is advising you is careful. Go this direction. There are people who have given them advice in parables. Oh, yes. And the reason I've done it is because even if I spoke plainly, don't hear. So, I speak to them in parables. There's a day when your eyes go clear, your ear go open. Uh-huh. Now that time, we go talk. Yes. Until then, so, well, if it is the express permission of the holiest of the Holy Spirit to give you access into, then thou may, is it the language has changed. You have not been given. Or sometimes somebody asks you for an advice. When you give the advice, when they go, they twist what you have said. When such a person comes now, you speak in a parable. You see, as for parable, you can't twist it. He said there was a dog and a cat facing each other. <laughs> that's why you can't when I speak to you plainly and you have not been given that yeah, you go and twist what I said so now that you have come I said oh uh, uh, you know my relationship I'm, I'm trying to know so what, man of God what is you know sometimes you see a dog and then you see a cat and they'll face each other sometimes relationships can be like that But you see, I don't know who the cat is. I don't know who the dog is. But you can pray about it. You see, you can't go and twist that one. What did he tell you? So there's a a dog facing a cat. And sometimes cats and dogs, they face each other. Oh, okay. Oh, you know, the way I see Anne, she's going to be very quarrelsome and troublesome. So your relationship will not work. 
Then Mumu leaves me. So what did Apostle say? He said, you are a very wicked woman. Now when I tell you that, oh, you know, sometimes in life, a cat has to face a dog. I have not said anything. Oh, you know, when you see Anne, there are traces of rebellion and wickedness. And so, so, oh, so when he went to see the man of God, he said, mm, you are not the marriageable time. Then I'll be teaching, I'll be here teaching and then Anne is, uh, hmm. people destroy that people's marriage. <laughs> Enemies of progress. One church I've come, I can't even be allowed to have a relationship in peace. You see, it were better I told you, you know, sometimes a cat will face a dog. And I'm sure some of you have seen that you have been spoken to in the language of a cat will face a dog before. Yeah. And even that you still didn't understand. Hey. Rise up on your feet. Don't worry. At the beginning we take it slow but we, we gather momentum as we are going. It's almost time so I want us to pray. The teachings are fundamental parts of the fasting. Lift your voice, we to thank the Lord for his goodness in your life. I believe he's been good to us. Thank him, thank him, thank him. Lift your voice and begin to give him thanks. Don't, 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 don't take all, it's fine, yeah. Lift your voice, begin to thank the Lord for his goodness, for his goodness, for his mercy. Even thank him for his grace. Thank him for the gift of life. Thank him for preserving you. The year has started in these few days. There are so many things that have happened to so many people. Here you are. 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 Kept of the Lord. Kept of the Lord. Kept of the Lord. Kept of the Lord. Come on, lift your voice and give him praise and give him worship. Give him worship. Give him worship. 
is deserving of your worship and of your praise is deserving of your worship and of your praise father i thank you oh god in the name of jesus yes lord yes lord yes lord yes lord yes lord yes lord
what has this got to do with my mountain top experience? I'll show you. I want us to cry for that hunger. There isn't enough of that hunger around here. When you become a Christian, I can promise you something. At the early stages of your faith, you will struggle with sin. It's normal. They understand. But then when now, you have spent years and years and then you still, you see, at some point in your work with God, you sh- there are so many things you say, I drop this, I drop this. And now I have only one lying. Even lying is small. It comes only when I'm under pressure. You're not doing badly. But on top of your lies is fornication. On top of fornication is stealing. On top of stealing is this. On top of that. What does that cost a believer? I'll show you. We've come to the mountain. And I'm asking you to pray for a hunger. For and a thirst for righteousness. Quickly give me Obadiah 17. Look at it. It says upon Mount Zion. There shall be deliverance. There shall be deliverance. And then he talks about holiness. Then he says, And the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. But upon Messiah shall be... Oh, now you, you can't see it. Eh? It's, it's, not the, it's not on the mountain. Uh, I, it's not on the mountain now. Ah. Uh, So you have come to the mountain of deliverance. And on the mountain, he says, And there shall be holiness. And the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. It could also be that our breakthroughs are not coming because of a lack of holiness. And not just a lack of holiness, a hunger for that holiness. Where we we trivialize sin. It's nothing. You see that attitude is one of the most demonic attitudes. Where, oh, it's nothing. Everyone is doing it. It's nothing. Is nothing is the reason why you can't you really can't find a serious Christian in this environment. So I'm saying that it could also be that our breakthroughs have been delayed unnecessarily for the lack of holiness. As for Mount Zion, if you come, there is what. And then there shall be holiness. You may not know it. Satan knows that if he gets 
like all our young ladies, our young men, into the habit of sin, he knows that they are not profitable for God for anything. That is why we have young ladies that are into lesbianism, drinking heavily, smoking heavily. We have young men, a young boy doesn't like a girl. He likes another boy. Pastor, what are you saying? When Balaam could not curse the children of Israel, one of the things he, he noticed was the holiness of Israel. So he went secretly behind the, the scene and told Balak, I can't curse them, but I'll show you how to do or to weaken them. What did he? He showed, he gave him a trick. He said, cause them to be defiled by your women. So they had a festival. And then the women came from, they were sent. And that started the downfall of Israel. And that's the sin God has vowed not to forgive Balaam. Because he showed a hidden king how his people could be defiled. Look at it. Behold, this caused the children of Israel through the counsel of Balaam to commit what? Trespass against the Lord in the matter of pure. And there was a plague among the congregation of the Lord. So that was the thing he... These guys, they they have not defiled themselves. That's why I can't curse them. So how do you curse them? Defile them with your women. That's it. The thing got so bad that one day they were having church and brother Tiro brought one of the women. So as we were having church, brother, yes, we're in the service. So brother Tiro took this lady into the toilet. So as I was teaching, oh, Tiro, oh, Tiro, Tiro, Tiro. <laughs> I want to show you a matter that God, God approved. So one, one of the shepherds took a spear. I think his name was Eliezer. He took a spear that that should be Aaron's son or so. I, I, he took a spear once he started hearing Tiro inside there, he went, look at it, and behold, one of the children of Israel came and brought unto his brethren a Midianitish woman in the sight of Apostle Raymond and in the sight of all the congregation of the children of Israel who were weeping. Revival was going on. God was moving. Brother Tiro said, hey, me, Chale." I'm going in there. People were weeping between before the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And when Phinehas, yes, the son of Eleazar, yeah, that is Aaron's grandson. Do you understand? The son of Aaron, the priest, saw it. He rose 
from the congregation and took a javelin in his hand. We are, we are here seeing what God can do. You, you are there and Tiro is making noise. Harder, 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 harder. What's my name? Shepherd Tiro. Call it louder. He took a javelin. He went after the man of Israel into the tent and thrust both of them through. He, he thrust like he put the spear through them. The man of Israel and the woman through her belly. So the plague was stayed from the children of Israel. God said, you are a very correct shepherd. The correctest of them all. <laughs> yes. I can't wait for the day I have young men in this church who will one day, no, no, no come lie. Someday you come marry, marry finish. Then you come go the lie. So, you know, apostle taught me how to be in a godly, as, as your relationship is three months old, you have had sex more than 300 times. for the day young people marry in the church and become good examples to others right now you your relationship it, it, it is even past a 20 year old marriage your sexual record has passed a 20 year old marriage is it now you are all sober that's what I keep telling you don't enter any relationship unless you're ready to marry in a year or two. Right now, you know you're not ready to marry. What you're looking for is somebody that you can feel free to fornicate with. When I say pray for holiness, you are there looking at me like, eh? We came for the mountain. Before you bind devils, let's start binding you. One day when they wanted to accuse Jesus and do whatever, they said, we know that no man, God heareth not a sinner. Yes. You know, some of you as center of ACS, instead of investing in fornication, you should be investing in power. You see, the, the rate at which you are going, one day you can never stand and command a demon at least get some little power before you try saying that, oh, you haven't got anything. You haven't invested in any power. You haven't invested in any form of spirit. You don't have, as some of you have started, you don't have any form of spiritual investment. All your investment is waistline. So one day you'll be a pastor. What the, can you cast out devils? Let's talk about that. Because when you should be investing in authority, when, when you command something, 
A demon knows that. An authority has spoken. You were busy having sex. So I may be, you know, too much for you, but I'm telling you the truth as well. Because there will come a day when you need that power. I won't be there with you in your church, oh. You will be standing there alone and the demons will know you for who you are. You can't, one, you see, demons are one of the smartest entities. You see the demons are the one casting you out. <laughs> If I were you, and I'm even in a relationship, which I don't see why you are in one, by the way. You will stay as far from this nonsense and focus on your ministry. Because even that alone will speak for you someday to come. Should you be away from your spouse, it will speak for you. This one that every week you meet in the bush to have sex. Is it you that will now leave your wife or you leave your husband that you are in Mombasa ministry that then she will say, oh yeah, I trust you baby. You that had a high libido as high as KICC. Is it some of you, you don't even need to pray for holiness. Just say, Lord, lower my libido. Ikoju, Sana. Teramusha. Teramusha, Libido Yako. Or tell God, take it away. I'll ask for it later. Like you tell God, save it for me. I'll come for it in 2027. Oh, no, no. You don't want to see. You see, see, they do not see. <laughs> Hearing, they do not hear. But anyway, we are going to pray for a hunger and a thirst for holiness. Are you listening to me? Yes. Is it? Pray for it, whether you are guilty or not. Some of you already look guilty. And some of you, you don't look guilty. You are trying to, you are trying really hard to not look guilty. No problem. Still pray. I use Tiro for example. You, you are all happy. You understand? That's why I use him. Then you are all happy. But deep down, tell yourself also the truth and pray for a hunger. And, and I'm not saying, I don't use him because I say he does that. When I mention his name, the way the church comes alive, I have to use him. <laughs> Is it you that will look at eh? You know, people should not assume in this church that they can just be using our names. So I can't use you. How can you tell me a virgin that I am a, I have sex? So let me use a brother I know is not a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> hey. 
Mercy. <laughs> All right. So even if you, you are not guilty, do you understand? Pray for a hunger and a thirst for righteousness or for holiness. Lift up your right hand and let's pray this prayer. Say, Father, make me to hunger and thirst for righteousness in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice and begin to pray right now. Pray, pray, pray for a hunger and a thirst for righteousness in the name of Jesus. Landa makaparia baria zuakaza bare era bere 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 era kosom bara bara baya ba imraga tua paria bazem bere bere era tekaparia baya era zukapaya bara bara ba era degrese braka tua ba era bere 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 era paya kapaba ba 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 era Mazada Barabo, Agaria, Errade Basem, Barever, Ever, 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 and a thirst for righteousness, O Lord, in my life and in the church. Lord, I pray for a hunger. I pray for a thirst for righteousness, for holiness in my life, Lord, and in the church, in the name of Jesus. Lord, put a hunger never before in my soul in my heart in my spirit for holiness a thirst for holiness a hunger for holiness Righteousness, O God, in the name of Jesus, Lipe Karizuba Zubala Baziba, Ibrade Kratu Kapoya Kapa, Imantele Besiba Koliaboya, 
e mangue porepida para tuza casa manzibea de sombre tigre de beligada tigre de begade wagada tigre de begade gada wagada tigre de begade gada wagada tigre de begade gada wagada hati marabakapaya hati marakapaya elabro kapora pasambidia arekaperiaba erobelebelebe Ehanga of God for holiness at first for holiness ikuza bozaga baziga borapiga daba apola bagada Fill the church of God with a hunger and a thirst for holiness, O Lord. And the Zumbra Zumba Repatikapa, Ayamanda Yakapola Paya, Zabereberebe Zimbre Kapai, Elaboya Kapaya Zembe <laughs> A hunger, a hunger, at first, Lord, for holiness in the church, in the body. Kapita lupatupada yaba, Lord, stir up a hunger and a thirst in us, O Lord, for righteousness. Isubaze bere bere Adimelebeke baraba kapaya ba iziaga zumbreza darepota ibareta padala bakapai imandu zumbezende zila karezu kapoya barabaraba adimelebebebebe harakaya bara that we as a church will possess our possession that we as your people. Will come into our possessions, O Lord. Riguzuza zendezi zembrizo kabora pareta bara bara bara. Rembegedele bakapai ayanda pale melede kozambara daya limbrede sadi bola bakapai rembaglelu labala apaya balola balabea. Lapa <laughs> 